Welcome to Slaking Thirst, a podcast that's all about bringing the thirst deep within our hearts for love and communion to the heart of Christ, a divine heart who is seeking our love and communion in return. The hope is that the two thirsts would meet and both thirsts would be slaked. In today's gospel, we have such a relatable human dynamic and experience, but it can really challenge us to be honest on how often it happens for us and why it's happening. You got John, the beloved disciple, who's literally following Jesus. He left, if you remember, his fishing boat with his brother and their dad. And him and his brother begin to follow Jesus. And as they're following Jesus, they've seen miracles, right? So they've seen the lame, those who can't walk, be able to walk. The deaf hear, blind have seen. He's seen Jesus debate with the religious leaders of his time. They've watched Jesus pray. They've had intimate conversations about his teachings and about life and God. And they've also been sent out. They themselves have been equipped and empowered by the Holy Spirit, John and the others, to go and cast out demons and to preach the good news that the kingdom of God is at hand. The Father has broken into creation and he's accessible. He's here now to heal and to draw us into relationship with himself. So John is loving this. He's captivated. It makes him feel special and a part of something bigger than himself, of course. These are great, great things. And in today's gospel, something's bothering the heart of John. What's bothering John is someone else is also doing these cool things. Someone else gets to be a part of the mission. And see, in John's heart, there's a jealousy and an insecurity. The insecurity is, I thought this is what made me special. I thought being able to do things in your name, Jesus, is what made me special, unique, unrepeatable, a gift. And now I'm seeing someone else do it. So the insecurity and the jealousy Wait a minute, this is supposed to be about me. What about me, Jesus? What makes me special? What makes me unique? I don't want to be just a number so everyone can cast out demons. What does that mean for me then? See, what's alive in John's heart is this great longing to see and experience himself as an irreplaceable gift. This is what I mean. It calls for honesty in all of us. That these places of longing to be unrepeatable, irreplaceable, unique, special. This is not selfish or naive. These are the desires that get us in touch with the very truth of our creation. See, each one of us is created as a person. And persons are irreplaceable, not for what they do, but for who they are. Let's just think for a minute, right? Say you're a, say you're a business guy, right? And you're the manager of a sales team. 
they could get rid of you on Wednesday and bring someone else in to do the same tasks, to manage that team. So what makes you unique is not that you are doing certain tasks, but no one can be you doing them. Right? Someone can bring me a beautiful dinner, right? And drop off dinner in the rectory or someone can give me a great gift, but no one can be you doing those things. We get this most clearly in love. It's true, before you got married, some of you might have gone on dates with lots of other people and anyone can take you out to a nice dinner. Anyone can bring you flowers. Anyone can write you a poem. Anyone can do all the cute, sweet signs of affection that awaken the heart and draw people together. But no one is your spouse who did it. Eventually, love matures to see the irreplaceableness of the person and to say, it is you I want to spend my life with. Sure, other people may come around with fancier clothes and cars and money and homes, but they're not you. And you're the one I want to spend my life blessing. See, John forgot what it was like when Jesus looked at him on the seashore as if he was the only person and said, come and follow me. He forgot that moment because he began to see someone else doing the things he was doing. And in his heart, he began to say, well, what about me? Where am I at in all of this? Now, what we learn from the gospel today is John did the right move. He brought his heart, his questions, his needs, his insecurities to Jesus. And Jesus was able to lovingly adjust him back into what makes John, John. It's not that you do a bunch of things better or worse than other people. That's too unstable. John, what makes you John is that you make visible in this world something that no one else can about God. You are unique image of God, and that is what we love about you. This is what Jesus came to do. He came to reveal the unique, unrepeatable dignity of every person, then to draw them close so that he could dust off all the ways we were trying to find our validation and value in what we do or what other people think of us. He came to set us free from that so that secure in who we are, loved by the Father as an irreplaceable gift, we would then give our gift away in so many different ways and bless the world and join in Jesus' mission of showing others their greatness. Only in Jesus does the greatness of the human person shine forth, that we are from God the Father and meant for God the Father. And only in this deep friendship of being courageous like John, opening these insecurities to Jesus in prayer and in the Eucharist today, can we begin to be healed of all the ways we think our identity is revealed and all the ways we think we matter to be set free to discover what really makes us good.
And it's that God himself wants you to be alive at this time. And he calls you to be a part of his saving mission, the church. So perhaps this week or at times when we get insecure, when we start saying, oh man, they're doing that better. Or, oh, I'm, I'm so good because look what I can do. We can remember John, the beloved disciple, who got insecure because other people were doing what he was doing because he forgot who he was and why he mattered. The answers to those questions, who am I and do I matter, is found in intimacy with Jesus through prayer, through scripture, the sacraments, and beginning to live the life of the church. May God show you how great you are to him this week.